Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I'm your DM, Nathan. With me, I have Nicole. hey Emily. Hello. Jordan. Hey. And Justin. That's me. We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We like to party. We like, we like to party. Get it? Because, like, dungeon party. Uh. So, you all know the drill. Village Idiot, end of the episode. Guess who it was last week? It was Emily! No, it wasn't. Oh, it was me. no! No, it, it wasn't. It was me. Yeah, because Nathan felt like it was too mean to make you the Village Idiot three weeks in a row, and apparently that's my fault. <laughs> yeah, because you convinced her to basically do what she did to get fired. So. <sighs> Emily, what happened last week? I guess. Oh, God. Start me off. I don't, I don't know. How can you forget? It was so eventful. Okay, cliff notes. Um, we started off at the tavern. Agamir wanted to sell his gems. We saw... Right. I poisoned somebody. Right. Okay. No, you poisoned somebody in the previous episode. Two weeks ago. Yeah, you, you poisoned the bard in a previous episode. Oh, no. We spent the night at the tavern, and then in the morning, we... Um, Went to the 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 market to go find his friend. To the docks, yeah. Down to the fish market to... Singing Dragonborn and then stuff like that, you know. Do you recall? She doesn't remember any of this. Is this a fever dream for you, Emily? <laughs> Y'all, I think I blacked out. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what do you mean? We went to a fish market to find a singing Dragonborn? Well, no, we went to the oh. fish market because... That was where Agamir's contact was, and she told him that she would give him something or help him with it if he got rid of her competition. Was that what it was? Yeah. And it was the singing dragonborn. And like, don't you, how do you not remember Nathan singing? <laughs> Fish for sale. Fish for sale. <laughs> Ah, okay, okay. The fish for sale brought it back. <laughs> it just came screaming back to me. You're right. <laughs> That's right. We convinced him to sell his fish for more because he was worth it. And I feel like that was a good deed. We did. Uh, but he, he did it too much, but whatever. It didn't matter. And then so we helped our friend and then she was going to help us by telling us where we could sell the gems mm -hmm. is that right mm -hmm. <laughs> yes okay go on did we win <laughs> did she yeah. tell us yeah you tell me village idiot i don't think i'm on the same podcast as you guys <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm playing a different game she slyly snuck me the information and jordan didn't realize it but agamir figured oh, it out you're right you're right inside a fish it was in a fish I forgot about that. <laughs> so long and thanks for all the fish. You're right. And then... So thanks for the fish, but uh, where's my information? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was great. Is that where we ended it? That sucks. No, the way, the lady that we met up with, like some... I forget what she was, but it was in like the back of like a area. I honestly don't remember like the specifics, but she... We went to another tavern. Yeah, she was trying to to buy them for like way less money than anyone right, had thought. Right, 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 right. Offered him like peanuts. Yeah, he was like, "No, I'm trying to buy a boat." <laughs> yeah, I think she was she was offering what was it a uh, seventy five gold per Nate? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. And and side note, the the gems I believe were not lime sized; they were hand sized. Oh. Small hand sized. Yeah, like half yeah. hand sized. Small hand sized. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. And then we and then after that that's when we went up to the teleportation hub. Because that's where my contact told me that my next job was coming from. Yes. Agamir came in with me and went to the the teller to get paid for his last job, the mercenary teller. And it was Roz from Monsters, Inc., which was great. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. 
And then you were like, you went up to your boss and your boss was like, all right, cool. You're here. Let's go. And you were like, can my friends come on my secret mission? They're right over here. And your (laughs) boss was like, no, they can't. And you were like, no, really? No, what did I suggest you do? Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. I, I got it. I got it. So you were like, no, really, I want them to come. And you were like, they were like, no, you can't. We're leaving now. So they like got in the transportation thing. And then I was like, hey, why don't you just like tell them you're going to come with them and then just like turn around and be like, oh, one second. And then I'll meet you there and like turn around and grab us and then we'll go back through. And she did that. And they, except when she missed the bus, her boss was like, don't bother coming. Yeah. Like when you put your two weeks in and your boss is like, no, it's cool. You can just go home. Like it was similar energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it was my fault. And that's where we ended it. Right. Correct. So they haven't left yet. They just went back inside the uh, checkpoint for the Grotty Tower. Oh. The Grotty Tower is a transportation network. So in other news. Uh, oh, thank you, Emily and everyone else for helping her. thank you everyone else in other news everyone leveled up since uh, the last time we played so we're going to take a little bit of time and uh, go over uh, what everyone's got now that they're level 2 so everyone roll a d20 for me 10 starting off strong crit myself throwing this dice in the trash (laughs) (laughs) you need new dice I crit myself. <laughs> you both need new dice. <laughs> Don't Jordan jinxed my dice because I was throwing so many good ones. Crit off. Who wants to, who wants to st- start a GoFundMe for for good D twenty for new dice? <laughs> uh, what did you get, Justin? I got a fourteen. Okay. So, uh, Jordan and Nicole, roll for seeing who goes last. (laughs) Seven. Trace. Okay. So, it'll be Justin, Emily, then Nicole, and then Jordan. So, just uh, remind everyone which character you're playing and uh, let us know what you got. Justin, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I play Safina Thornburn, a now level two halfling artificer gunsmith, and things that have changed, my hit points have adjusted from 10 HP to 17 HP, and I got, at level two, I got a wondrous invention that I created, and I picked Goggles of Night, which gives me dark vision up to 60 feet because halflings apparently do not have dark vision, <laughs> as noted before. <laughs> you had to fix that. Yep. And I believe that is it for me. Emily? Oh, you're like done, done. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get much. Oh, Oh, you usually talk way longer than that. All right. Uh, <laughs> so my entire backstory allows me to... <laughs> <laughs> you have never spoken not at length about Sabina, so that was interesting. Okay. I play Drusilla Drew. She is an Eladrin cleric, Grave Domain cleric. She is a summer Eladrin. For level two, get I got some cool stuff. I got to get more hit points, obviously. I went from uh, whatever I had before, I think it was eight to 13. It was seven. Seven. To 13. I got my channel divinity. So that means um, I I have the power to turn undead, which I guess doesn't mean anything right now because we don't have any undead in our game currently. But I can turn un- undead up to however many feet. There's rules. And there's path to the grave. Uh, it's also part of my channel divinity. It creates, I just wrote create vulnerability. I'm sure there's like a lot more to that. Basically, I point at somebody and they become vulnerable to attacks or to whatever kind of attack they're getting next. So like if someone's, it can cancel out if someone's like, they're immune to fire damage, I can use that. And now they're just, they take normal damage. Well, if they're immune, they would, they wouldn't take damage. If they were resistant, they would take normal damage. If they take normal damage, they take double damage. Yeah, whatever he said. Um, <laughs> 
What else did I get? Oh, I got a new spell. That's right. I got a new spell. I did want to talk about it because it's neat. I got Guiding Bolt. It says, a flash of light streaks toward a creature of your choice within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes 4d6 radiant damage, and the next attack roll made against this target before the end of your next turn has advantage, thanks to the mystical dim light glittering on the target until then. So not only does it take 4d6 damage when I attack it, but the next person to attack it has advantage on it. So they get to roll 2d20s and take the higher one on their attack roll. So that's neat until the end of my next turn. So that was super cool. And yeah, I think that's it. Hi. Okay. My turn, right? Yeah. What you got, Nicole? (laughs) So yeah, I'm Nicole. (laughs) I play Scarlet. She is a tiefling fighter soldier background. I went from, I basically doubled my hit points. I went from, I think it was 11. Yeah, 11 to 22 hit points. And I got an action surge, which means I can push myself beyond my limits. And expend like one action once per day after a long rest, it, it it resets. But yeah, so I can like go another turn. I can take another turn is basically what that means. And that's it. <laughs> Real simple. Fighters are nice and easy. All right, Jordan. How about you? All right. Yep. This is Jordan playing Agamir. I'm now a level two half-orc rogue. I went from... 11 hit points to 19. I took the standard health increase. I gained the ability. I have. I now have cunning action, so I can take bonus actions, and I can. I can. I can take a bonus action to dash, disengage, or hide. So, where those would normally be a full full action, I can. I basically see it. As, I'm probably gonna. I'm gonna be much faster. I'm gonna just dash all the time, probably. Nice. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Yep. Gotta go fast. It would be, be cool, though. Um, and not necessarily related to leveling, though. As of this point, I have 49 gold pieces, 60... Er, sorry, 49 <laughs> gold pieces, 99 silver, 95 copper. So I am well on my way to that 10,000 gold for the ship. So, speaking of Agamir's gold, we're thinking about getting everyone, uh, you know, involved with how much gold Agamir has, and you know, follow his journey to owning a boat. So we're going to post a poll on Twitter. If you'd like to see a weekly gold count for Agamir and his boat journey, answer that poll on Twitter and yeah, we'll see where that goes. Also, uh, submit a hashtag for it. You know, a hashtag just off the top of my head. Boats for bros. (laughs) Hashtag boats for bros. Is that, can the bees be backwards like cars for kids? Ugh. Ugh. I hate cars for kids. <laughs> what? What is cars for kids? That sounds terrible. I know, but I mean. Someone's going to take that out of context one day. They're going to be like, Nicole, did you say I hate cars for <laughs> I hate kids? the commercial for cars for kids. Yes, and I'd say it again. <laughs> So the, the radio station I listen to consistently and constantly plays You know, so every half hour to hour it just replays and replays and I can't stand it. It's terrible. Yeah. That's why I made the joke. It's objectively That's why terrible. I hate I hate the commercial. But you remember their name. Yeah, I remembered their name when I totaled my car and had to and had to donate it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, I've donated to them. It's working. It's working. But <laughs> anyway. Think of the children. Exactly. That's how Agamir's got to get his boat. Boats for boys. Boats for bros. If I live that long, my, I'm, I'm, I'm holding on to own this boat. <laughs> yeah, as soon as Agamir dies, uh, you know, we're going to open up the Agamir scholarship fund for down on... For anyone uh, not familiar... Nathan and I have a baby, <laughs> and we usually have a babysitter, but due to poor planning on our part, um, he doesn't. So you might hear a few whines or things like that, but hopefully he'll be a good good baby for this podcast. Well, that's why I stopped talking, so that George or Justin wouldn't use that clip. 
Yeah, you can't do that all the time, though. <laughs> He's gonna do something. <laughs> so yeah, once Agamir dies, we're going to uh, set up a scholarship <laughs> fund in his honor for all of the down-on-their-luck sailors that can't afford a boat. <laughs> I can't. You know, if Agamir meets an untimely <laughs> demise. A maritime merit scholarship. Maritime merit. <laughs> I like it. Cool. So, yeah, that's where you all are. And now I'm going to describe where you all are. So as a reminder, you are at one of the Grotty Network's checkpoints. So you're not actually at the Grotty Tower yet. You are at basically the magical TSA of Ilari for the Grotty Tower of Ilar's birth. So the checkpoint itself is kind of a small building. It's L-shaped. The south portion of the building is where the mantles are stationed. And the northern portion is the actual checkpoint itself. So this is where people would go to get their tickets to go through the network itself, figure out where they're going, and basically you know, get all their travel done. So you all are outside of the checkpoint itself on the side near the mantle's headquarters. There's an iron gate that's blocking off the entrance to the mantle's quarters. And there is a 20-foot high wall surrounding the Grotty Tower itself. And the only way to get through that wall is through the checkpoints themselves. Stationed on the walls are copper mantles with crossbows, and you can see them patrolling the walls at regular intervals. So, that's where you all are. Scar's boss just went back inside to, I guess, find another mantle for this secret job. What would you all like to do? I just want to point out that I'm not actually fired from being a copper mantle. I'm just fired from this particular job. Because that was confusing to me at first, but... Yeah. So I'm still I'm still a copper mantle. Yeah. You are still a copper mantle. I did not strip you of your mantle. Yet. <laughs> that's that's key. Yet is <laughs> investigation pending. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And I'm definitely not going to be able to go for gold mantle anymore cuz that's going to be a huge strike against me refusing a job. So yeah. I have no idea what we want to do. <laughs> so on this side of the building there are no windows, so you can't really look in. The only way in would be through the mantle's entrance or through the checkpoint entrance. I mean, do we want to go in here or were we just coming here because I had that tip on the job? Do we still want to go to where that job is? Is that the plan? What are we doing now? Are we giving up on this or are we going? Well, he told me I I was fired, so. <laughs> yeah, it seems you're off the job, so. So we just don't care anymore? To remind everyone, this was a job that was letting you work for one of the consuls of Alari, the Consul of Fellows, a very high-ranking member of society, and this would have been a, a very, very good job to have. Yep. So if you'd like, you can try and retain that job. Choo-choo. Who's, uh, who's got a high charisma? Not me. I have plus two. Same. And nothing to persuasion. I have plus two. I have a, I'm actually proficient in persuasion. <laughs> I have a plus four. Oh. Drew is surprisingly charismatic. It'd be useful if you could show your face. <laughs> this, this is not the Eldrin you are looking for. <laughs> they want all Eldrin, not just one particular one. I've got a lot of intimidation. I could uh, I could go have a conversation with this guy who's never met me, yeah? <laughs> I know, I've got a lot of intimidation, but... Let me try. Let me try to talk to him. How can I get to Scar's boss? Oh my god, no. He went in through the mantles. He went in through the mantles entrance. The only people allowed to go through that entrance are mantles or... Individuals that are traveling with mantles. Mercenaries, correct? Yeah. So Agamir was able to get through because he was coming through with Scar. So if we somehow manage to forge 
what was it called? Uh, mercenary receipts? Yes, the receipt, similar to the one that Agamir gave to the clerk for payment on the job. Yeah, so if we could somehow manage to forge mercenary receipts, maybe we could show that to the copper mantles at the door and say, let us in. Where are marks? I don't think, I mean, you have to be a company, and I don't think you have to be a mercenary. I think if Scar just walks us in, we can go in. Or we can just say, hey, I came out here to grab these uh, three mercenaries to do this job, this next job with me. Gotta get them set up for whatever. Yeah, let's try that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you all are walking into this mantle's entrance of the checkpoint. Yes. Yep. I... Okay, uh, Drew and Saf, are you trying to conceal yourselves? I'm always trying to conceal myself. Well, yeah, I thought Saf had like a hat on and... Yeah, I have my fancy hat. And Drew has her... Yeah, Drew has her like hood up. And my sleeves down and my gloves on and everything, yeah. Okay, so... Can I have both of you roll me a, let's say, performance? <laughs> well, you said that there was a normal entrance to this place, right? Not just the copper mantle entrance? I got a 19. <laughs> it's important. I got an unnatural 20. Hell yeah. Never mind. Okay. You all conceal yourselves almost the best you've concealed yourself before you you've done a great job you're looking good or at least nondescript so you all are going in through the mantle's entrance scar is leading there's a guard at the door that waves you through doesn't really give anyone a second look so in front of you there is the clerk that agamir talked with before there are the two hallways to your left and then there are Two other guards behind a counter to your right. I uh, don't. <laughs> okay. Um, how do I get to Scar's boss? <laughs> do I know which one he is? Wait, why are you trying to do this? You're insane. Because I have really good persuasion. <laughs> I want to persuade him to let us come with you and to hire you back. This is so bad. <laughs> Drew wouldn't know where... Scar's boss was, but Scar would. Okay. Drew looks at Scar, like grabs her wrist and pulls her like closer to her. And she's like, she's like, okay, which one is he? It was the second door you said, Nate? Uh, second hallway, third door on the right. That was it, hallway, not door. So let's go, I guess. <laughs> which, which one's your boss? Are you taking me to him? I guess. I don't know why you want to do this. <laughs> you go down the hallway. There are three doors. There's a door all the way at the end. It is closed. I love Nate's smile for all of this because he's just like, this is a horrible <laughs> idea and I can't wait for it to play out. <laughs> Knock on the door. He opens. Here are my friends. <laughs> I know you said they couldn't come with me, but I brought them back here. As you're walking down the hallway, you see the wanted posters for Drew and the missing posters for... Um, Saf. <laughs> yeah, we really need to not do this. Is there anyone looking? Uh, no one's looking. They're up amidst other wanted and missing posters. I I would like to use sleight of hand to rip down the posters really quickly so no one sees. Okay, roll me a sleight of hand. Oh my god, just one bad decision after another. I thought I was dumb. <laughs> We're competing for that village idiot title. We want it. Badge of honor. That would be a 17. Okay, no one notices you. Wow. Dope. You definitely ripped down a poster of yourself. So it's like uh, when Flynn ripped down his posters and tangled. Aw. They can't get my nose right. <laughs> <laughs> Scar, Okay. Knock on the door and go in and tell your boss you need to talk to him about something and uh, get him out of here. Separate him from the herd. Okay, really fast. What are we trying to accomplish here? I want to talk to him and try to get him to let you back 
in the mission and to let us come with you. I already, I well, hold on, because I already tried that, and I did. I yeah. Do you have a plus four to persuasion? No, but <laughs> I did roll really high to persuade him, and he still said no. I don't remember that. Did I that was, happen? Can I roll a history? <laughs> because I definitely rolled really high. I can I just confirm? So Nate, did he? At the end of last episode, I, I don't recall. Did he go through a network, or is he is he still at this? I just want to confirm: is he still at the station trying to find another mantle to come with? He's still at this checkpoint. Yes. Okay. He did not go through the uh, the tower. Is you all are on the outskirts of where the tower is. This is just the checkpoint for getting into the tower that would take you to teleportation circles. So he just went back inside the mantle station of the checkpoint. What was his name? Ulrich Greenhill. Oh, Ulrich von Lichtenstein, yes. Okay, so I'm going to like knock on the door, open it like just a little bit and be like, yo, Ulrich, come here for a sec. You knock on the door and you hear Ulrich say, come in. And I, I just open it a little bit and I'm like, hey, Ulrich, can I speak to you outside? I, th- I, Why are you here? I thought you were going to hang out with your friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want to hang out with them. I wanted to... Can you just come outside for a second? <laughs> what? I, I, Scar, I've got to find another mantle for this job. Obviously, the, your friends are more important to you than this mission. No, you don't need to find another mantle. I am your mantle. Just come outside. Roll me a persuasion, please. Oy vey. Is he the only one in the room? He is the only one in the room. Oh, I thought there was a bunch of other people in there. Then it doesn't matter. We can go in there. Oh, yeah. Then go in. Forget it. (laughs) God, Nathan, describe better. (laughs) Never mind. I'll come in. And then I come in. Yeah. So. (laughs) Okay. Okay, fine. (laughs) Uh, Drew walks in and she kind of walks up to the table. She keeps her hood down and everything. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who are all these people? No, no, no. I didn't say no one else walked in. I walk in. I don't speak for them. I speak for me. Okay. I walk in. Well, well excuse me. Who are, who are you? This is one of my mercenary friends that I was telling you about. Quick. Okay. Sidebar. 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 Remind me one last time. What is this mission we're trying to get on? You don't know. It's a secret mission. I know it's a secret mission. But what is it for? For the Consul of Fellows. Tasvig Duvet. Council of Fellows. And we're supposed to be going down to the the only things we know about this mission are it's for the guy, the Council of Fellows, and we're going to the Chamber of Twelve, right? Ilar, in Ilar's birth? Yeah. Yeah. The consuls are the highest elected officials of the boroughs of Ilari. I, I, I say I come in and I'm staying there and I'm like... I'm here to assist you on this mission. You're going to want someone like me, someone who knows Ilar's birth inside and out. Scar, who is this? This is my mercenary, one of my mercenary friends. This is my private office. You know that civilians aren't allowed back here. Oh my God, I'm never going to win this, am I? (laughs) Did, Did you tell her about this mission? No, I didn't say anything. She doesn't. All all I told anybody was that I was supposed to go to the Grotty Tower to find out what my mission is. And I didn't say any specifics. I just told you that I had these people that would be good to come on a mission. Scar, I don't I, I don't know what you think you're doing right now. Um, Scar and Drew, please roll me a perception. Oh, my God. Perception. We are so fucked. 17. Also 17. Nice. Just need to hit the reset button. <laughs> no, I'm cringing right now. She made me do this. I always make you do dumb shit. The two of you notice that there appear to be five teleportation passes sitting on the table next to where you're standing talking to Ulrich. Okay. And you realize that there's a glowing symbol on them with the sigil of the Chamber of Twelve. Do I hear sleight of hand? So while I were like conversing, I don't know how to like, both of us notice this, right? Yes, you both notice. 
Drew walks away from the table, like to the, so like, let's say the table is in the center of the room and he's facing north looking at the passes. I'm going to walk south. So he has to like, when I'm talking to him, he looks at me, he looks away from the passes. Yeah. And I'm going to slide a hand. And I look at him and I take. Oh my God. What? Did you just crit yourself? I rolled in that 20 is what I fucking did. Holy shit. Oh my God. That's at least better. Uh, She (laughs) takes the jade pendant that she's got and she shows it to him. And she's like, "Uh, do you know what kind of stone this is? (laughs) And I slide a hand that shit and I got a natural 20. Okay. uh, Drew, I need you to roll me either a deception or a performance, please. Performance. 18. Okay, you've pulled Ulrich's attention away from Scar, and Scar, you quickly pick up and pocket the five passes. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, so as soon as I do this, I'm going to... I'm going to like direct my attention over to them and I'm going to say, you know what? I, I feel like very tired after being down in the catacombs. I think that labyrinth and getting lost so many times and not knowing where, uh, where my, my companion was like, I'm just, I'm really messed up and I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to waste your time. You know, I'm just, just, can we forget that any of this ever happened and just, you know, send me on my way. Scar, are you feeling all right? I'm really not. I think that being down in those catacombs, that labyrinth, that really messed with my head. I think I need to take a rest. It's probably better that I don't go on this mission. He starts to usher you out of his office and he lets Drew go first. And then he's like, okay, Scar, come here. We're going to need to have you examine just to make sure that you're doing okay with everything. Well, I I can head I can head straight to the infirmary right now, but you don't need to. You gotta go. You you know it's protocol that I have to come with you to. God damn it! Ahem, ahem, ahem. I would like to hey use sleight of hand to throw something back into his office so we can make a getaway to distract him. <laughs> oh my god! You guys have like one minute before I kill him. I hope you're all no. That it's a ticking clock. <laughs> You're out of the room. You you are out of the room. It's a ticking clock. I was gonna do it earlier, but you got. But then Nathan was like, "The passes are on the table," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Emily really just loves killing my bosses. Like, <laughs> I think I might be evil. Honestly, yeah. You, it says you're true neutral here. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think it is either. And she's dragging me down the slippery slope of evilness. Let's see. How should I do this? Well, what'd you roll for your sleight of hand there, Saf? I rolled a 15. Okay. Does that succeed? What are you trying to do? Yeah, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to throw an item from my satchel or bag or whatever I'm carrying to roll it through the door underneath both of them and have it hit his desk and distract him while we walk away. Okay, um... So all of that doesn't happen, but you do manage to get an item into his office and it makes a noise and he turns around and says, what, what, what's going on in there? Hold hold on. I'll be right back. And he walks away back into his office. Everyone run. Just go run. Run, 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 run. (laughs) It's like a Scooby-Doo cartoon. (laughs) As I see Scarlet and Saf and... Drew all racing out from the hallway. I kind of stopped with my small talk with the people out in the lobby. I'm like, okay, I follow. Oh, that's my party. So let me get this straight. You all are running through a mantle's checkpoint. (laughs) That seems to be the decision we have made. Yes. And where are you trying to go? There, There is a mantle's exit into the grotty tower. Well, yeah, then I want to go there. So, okay. Well, we're not running the whole way. We just round the corner and stop running, right? Can we say it's a brisk walk? So we don't look suspicious. 
like a purposeful walk? Well, uh, no. Well, okay. So we, if anybody, if anybody like says anything, I'll, I'll, I will be the one to be like, our passes are almost over. And then like, that's why we're running. Like, it's like an airport and you're trying to catch your flight. She has a point. Yeah. 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 That's like an airport. Final boarding call. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're trying to do some real stupid ass shit. I can't. So you burst through the doors of the mantles exit into the grotty network and as the doors burst open there's a guard standing on the other side and i'm i i'm gonna hold up my ticket and i'm gonna say my uh gotta go real quick my teleportation hub is gonna close soon well hold on wait wait a second what how many of you are there there's four of us right and then everyone hold up their little tickets it's gonna close any minute now we gotta go (laughs) okay okay oh go on ahead, I guess. Thank you. That way. Bye. <laughs> Public servants are so unappreciated. So you run through the <laughs> the second door into the Grotty network. You are now successfully in the Grotty network. There are bustling people all around you heading to their respective circles, the teleportation circles. There is a massive tower in the middle. And you know that that is where you need to go to catch the circle to Entepa. Entepa, that's where we're going. I don't know why I said Ilar's birth. We just came from there. Are these circles like glowing light circles or what do they look like? There are within this structure. So it's a walled section of the city and there are five domed structures that are surrounding the main tower. They're all made with the same white marble with the gold uh, accents. So each of those five goes to another area of Alari. The central tower goes to Intepa, the capital, or the capital borough of the the city of Alari. I, I have a really... <laughs> for one thing, I am definitely getting thrown out of the copper mantles for this bullshit. Number two, yeah. <laughs> number two, why are we even trying to go to this place now since I can't go on my mission? Like the whole point was to try to get me back on the mission and I definitely can't get back on the mission. Yeah, that was my question earlier is like, why are we trying so hard to go to this place? No one's explained that to me. <laughs> All I know is that we, something about uh Safina's grandfather like knew people down there that's the last place he was or yeah no so regardless the thornburns have an apartment ish kind of thing in in Tepa and the university is there and the library is there and they knew and worked with her grandfather well that's why Safina wants to go there, but why do I give a shit about that? I was gonna go on this mission, but now there's no I mean, there's no mission. Now we just have passes. Are you all talking about this as you're walking towards the tower? Is this conversation taking place in character or is this uh, this should be out of character. No, it was out of it, it was, was out of character. Out of character. <laughs> I'd have no idea what the fuck we're doing. That's Emily. I know, I don't now I don't know what we're doing either. <laughs> And I'm definitely getting, I'm definitely getting kicked out of the mantles for that. You're the one who wanted to run. <laughs> so we're in the Grotty network now, and we have these passes that are going to let us get to Intepa. In the only in character knowledge, Scar is aware that there is a mission involving one of the consoles, and I don't believe she really told any of us. That's all player knowledge, right? Yes, she. Wouldn't have been able to give you much information in the time that Ulrich went back into the the mantle's entrance of the checkpoint and you all went into the checkpoint. There wouldn't have been that much time for her to explain what was happening. But it's reasonable to assume that we can tell she's distressed and feels like, obviously, urgency with this. That's, uh, yeah, that's kind of the general vibe you're getting. So perhaps... Um, are there are there a lot of bustling people in this in this area, or would we be able to find a, a secluded place to kind of step off? Oh, uh, it's constant activity. So then, it doesn't make sense that we'll be able to really stop and 
speak so much. So, I mean, you know, we're already this far. So, Scar, do you just want to, like, lead us into the network and then try and figure it out when we get to Intefa? Do you want to just do that? Do you do you want to just go and just figure it out when we get there just to get away from this situation? I mean, sure. I mean, that's clearly where Nathan wants us to go. I just don't know why. Yeah, because you are definitely getting fired. And now they're going to be looking for you. Yeah, I'm totally a fugitive now. Great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you sleight of handed the passes, all right? I know. And ran. But I didn't see any <laughs> other way out of that. Well, I did. No, I did not want any more blood on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> we could have just gone down and had a nice day at the beach, but we had to go back in. I had a whole plan before Nathan. I was like, all right, this is about to go down. I don't know if you heard it in my voice, but I was about to just absolutely... When I when you were turned the other way, I was gonna be like, "All right," and I was gonna take my hood down and show him who I was. And if he react if he reacted badly, I was gonna just murder him. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then there you go. Boop. <laughs> so we're rushing through this bustling crowd of people. Scars leading. Yeah. So are you all talking to each other right now, trying to figure out what's going on? I'm about to, is my hope. I'm right behind, I'd like to say, I'm right behind Scar, and I kind of grab Scar by the arm. I avoid, I avoid the mark. And I'm just like, hey, Scar, what, what is going on? Are we, where are these passes going to take us? These passes are going to take us to Antepa. I just swiped them off my boss's desk. I'm definitely going to get fired. We should get out of here, get as far away from here as possible, which is good because we've got teleportation passes, and we'll figure it out from there. Oh, okay. I... I'm tagging along. I was hoping for work. You don't worry. We'll definitely be able to find work. All right, Scar. All right, let's see. Where where are these passes going to take us? In Tepa. In Tepa. I I don't think I've ever been that far in life. Is this like a thing where Scar's like, "Fuck you, I can do this," and then we're like going to help her, like stick it to her boss? You can ask her. <laughs> I honestly don't know what I'm doing right now. All I know is that I want, <laughs> I took these passes from my, from one of my bosses. I'm totally, the only way I feel like I can redeem myself now is if I go on this mission and, and fix it. I don't know. All right. That's some motivation. Let's go. <laughs> That's the spirit can do attitude. It's that being finally some good fucking motivation. <laughs> that Gordon Ramsay meme. So just at that moment, you all are about a hundred feet from the the checkpoint, and you hear uh, from behind you someone shout, "Spread out! We've got to find him!" Oh God! It's the voice of Ulrich. Oh God! Okay, so like, can we? Aren't we almost there? You've got probably another four hundred feet to go, or so. Can we can we make it? I thought we were a hundred feet away. Yeah, he said a hundred. Yeah, they're a hundred feet behind you. How? You all weren't walking very far. You all spent a lot of time uh, discussing what was happening out of character. That's why I was asking if you were talking in character or out of character, so I could determine how far away you were. Yep. Sneaky. I hate it. Well, talk in character, y'all. Would we have gotten further if we were talking in character? If you had done all that discussion in character? Yeah, probably. We, Saf yells, book it! <laughs> but only loud enough so that the three of them can hear me. Okay. So you guys start walking faster. You know that some, you are being pursued and they are searching for you. So are you going to try and be stealthy about this running? Your hurriedness? Yes. I have good stealth, so I could. Yeah. Anybody else? I'll roll stealth. I'm a rogue. <laughs> I can do face step. That's where I like, I step into the fey <laughs> and then come back. I rolled a 21 for stealth. A stealth roll? Can I not do my face step? I mean, you can. 16. Instead of or in addition to my stealth roll? What's the rate? How far will the face step take you according to the spell description? 
Is it 30 feet? I think it's 50 feet or 30 feet. Okay. Well, to stealth, I rolled a natural 20. Nicole, did you roll stealth? 16. The spell probably won't take you long enough. You'll have to, you'd come out of it and still have to walk, Emily. So you might just want to roll a, a stealth. Base step. Fuck, it is 30 feet. God damn. I thought it was way more than that. Honestly, I legitimately thought it was like 100 feet. <laughs> like, I thought it was going to be cool. And it's not. Yeah. So, never mind. And it's a stealth roll? Yes. 16. Okay. You all are stealthily moving through the crowd. And you all are doing a great job. You go about 450 feet. And then... Scar, I need you to roll a strength check for me. That's my speciality. Sith Lords are our speciality. 17, 15 plus 2. Okay, as you are getting closer to the tower, you feel someone brush up against you, and it looks like it's Ulrich trying to stop you. He tries to grab at you. Great. And he misses, and he yells, I found Scar over here! Come over here! And you all are about 50 feet away from the tower. Can we, like, run? Ulrich is right on top of you. And he's... I mean, he he was trying to grab you, so he's gonna say... Scar, what the hell are you doing? You stole those passes? What are you trying to do? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) No, we're gonna have to kill him. We're gonna have to kill him! It's gonna have to happen! Or we're going to jail. I don't, I, we, I, we're just so backed into a corner right now. I don't know what to do anymore. People keep backing me in the corners. You know what happened? I can't. Face melting. (laughs) That's what happens. You can't kill someone right inside the Grotty Network, Grotty Tower, with hundreds of people watching. Maybe you can't. Um, how many, how many people does he have with us? Can I tell? They're with him. What's your passive perception? My passive is 12. You glance backwards and you can see there are five others behind him. Uh, It looks like there are three copper mantles and two obsidian mantles. Aren't aren't those the executioners? And bailiffs and jailers. Oh. They're the bad guys who should not be policeman i genuinely don't know what to do i don't know either there's no way we can make it to the portal if we make it to the portal there's guards on the other side but they don't know that we're we can fight them at least we'll be in where we need to be (laughs) ulrich says to scar come with us quietly and we uh may be able to work something out. Just me? <laughs> no, all of you. <laughs> uh, you and your friends, I guess, that you're so eager to be with. How can they see me? I've been invisible. <laughs> okay, Drax. <laughs> I, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Let me tell you a thing right now. Drew's not going with the copper mantle. Scar, don't do anything stupid. Come with me. I kind of walk up to Scar and I just I look at her and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> Is this guy bothering you, miss? <laughs> I can't even... Like, I can't even RP this right now. I have no freaking idea what to do or say. Like, it's so bad. Okay, okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's overwhelming. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. All right. We've got how many? We've got two obsidian mantles. We've got three copper mantles plus this guy. I have seen two obsidians and three copper mantles plus this guy, yes. Yes. Nathan, confirm. That is what Agamir has seen. That's all he's seen. That is not that is not what Drew has seen. What has Drew seen? Are you trying to make me roll pers- uh, perception right now? No. This is all happening too quickly for you to roll. You have to use your passive perception. Yeah, your passive perception's hella high. It's 14. Okay. 
You see the same thing as Agamir. Okay. So that's what we've got here. Our options are go quietly with them and work something out, whatever that means. Uh, hate it. Or we could... You said there's no reason... There's no way we can run, right? There's no way we can just try to run. He's like right here. He's he's like holding on to Scar. He tried to grab Scar. Okay, so we can't. That's out of the question. Um, so yeah, we go quietly or we try to fight five enemies. Those, Six. That's our option. Six enemies. In my opinion, it will be so... I think it's going to be so difficult to progress the story if we get out in... You know, it's a, if we arrive in at the other place with no one telling us what the mission is or who we have to talk to, and as fugitives, so like I think, yeah, I I, I, I trust Nate. I'm just we're just gonna see what we're gonna see what this guy has to say, which is completely valid. However, player knowledge versus character knowledge, Drew's not going with the Gotham mantle. That's so not happening. So that's Drew's choice. Yeah, that's that's a good uh, thought process. I murdered someone for it, like the first episode. It was the second episode, but yeah. Okay. But that is a, a good logic for Agamir, and something that is in line with Agamir's character. And in 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 my my character, like I I was, yes, I was loyal to the Copper Mantles, but also I don't follow orders blindly. So that's why I justified everything that's happened so far. You know, you didn't want to get taken to be, you know, experimented on. So you killed the guy that I was with. And I, I, I don't condone it, but I understand it because I wouldn't want to be experimented on. Mm-hmm. So like, I've just been going along with all these things mostly because I'm, you know, I don't, I don't take tyrants orders. Like it's not like I make up my own mind about how I feel about things, which is why I'm chaotic neutral. Mm-hmm. So as much as I want to be a copper mantle and I liked being a copper mantle, like if going to jail and you getting experimented on and Safina and all these other things like means that we have to, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe this guy will have a heart. Where are you on this, Seth? I agree with Agamir. And in character, I am chaotic good and I don't want to murder everybody in this grotty tower just to become a fugitive on the other side. I think it's important that we talk about this stuff on the podcast because sometimes things like this are hard in a D&D party. Like, you know what you should do? Like, I know as a player, yeah, it would probably make more sense story-wise to be like, yeah, let's go quietly and like figure that out. But it's hard when you're trying to also role-play and you know that your character just would not do something like that. And that's stressful for a party it is stressful i don't know what to do but it is ultimately your choice nicole like he, yeah he's the one who's asking you we have to play along with the choices your character makes yeah yeah but it's it's strange because sometimes you can't you sometimes feel like you're bringing down the party in certain areas yeah like i don't want to i don't know if you get fired and you become a fugitive then I think the whole, all of us being together just goes to shit. My only other option is to me try to run, which would split the party. Same thing with me. Like I was going to say, I was going to take the bullet and be like, I'll go with you here. Like, let my friends go. Pharaoh, let my people go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. At this point... We've gone way too far together as a group. We've known each other. We, We've known each other for three days. Yeah, like three days. Three days. We spoke to the singing fisherman guy. <laughs> Good times. Good times, yeah. Bonded. I think that... I don't think that um, Drew would actually leave the party. So that's why I am not opting to run away. But unless there is a reason that I would think this dude's not about to turn me in then i don't know why i would do that you wouldn't i know you would like your character would not go with copper mantles but i mean like not the ones that you didn't know like me yeah that's just not happening stranger danger okay so 
these are all, uh, this is good talking through all this stuff. However, this is all happening within seconds after uh, Ulrich is trying to apprehend Scar and get her to stop. So, on the count of three, everyone needs to tell me what they're doing. Okay? One. Where am I? Where am I in relation to everybody? How close am I to Scar? You are... Are we all, like, bunched up? You're within 35 feet of each other. You're 20 feet from Scar, 20 feet from Ulrich. Agamir and Scar are right next to each other in front of Ulrich. And Saf is 15 feet away from Scar and Ulrich on the other side. Uh, the other, the obsidian mantles and the copper mantles are behind you in the crowd. So, on the count of three, you have to let me know what you're going to do, okay? Uh, Everyone at the same time. Like, all at the same time? All at the same time, Justin's going to pull them apart. Okay? On the count of three, okay? One, two, and that's where we're going to end the episode. I kind of had a feeling he was going to do that. <laughs> You're garbage. <laughs> I kind of had a feeling he wasn't going to have all of us talk over each other all at the same time. I liked it, though. I was into it. <laughs> yeah, it was, was exciting. Great. Okay. So, um, the village idiot this episode was uh, Scar. As usual. <laughs> guess. You, you all can guess why. Why? I 100% know why. Just listen back to the episode. Yeah, honestly, everything I did was real dumb. Why is it her, though? Because I don't know. I feel like I walked in there with a purpose and it just did not go where I wanted it to. I mean, that's true. However, Scar did steal passes under the nose of her captain. Mm-hmm. From her boss. If you had just let me kill him in that room, there would have been no witnesses and we could have just gone. So I feel like that's valid. But there were people that saw there were people that saw us go there. Yeah, but still it would have we would have figured it out, but we would have at least made it to our destination. <laughs> it wouldn't be this big of a fight. I think I I know exactly what I'm gonna do. So yeah. Thank you all so much for listening into this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I enjoyed DMing it. I hope my players had fun playing it. So Social media stuff? Question mark? Yeah, so uh, we have a Twitter. It is at Village Idiot Pod. You can go there and take polls like we talked about earlier. Uh, we'll be putting up a poll about whether or not you guys want to see the progression of Agamir getting his ship. Hashtag boats for bros. <laughs> Hashtag boats for bros. Boats for rogues. I like that better. Boats for rogues. Boats for rogues. <laughs> that works. And, uh, you know, we, we throw some fun stuff up there all the time. So hit us up personally. I make memes. You're welcome. I make them. I don't just repost them. I am a content creator. Personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at JRoma20. You can find me at Neurotic Good. You can find me at Village Idiots DM. And I am just too good at being invisible. You can't find me. (laughs) Same joke twice. Yeah. (laughs) 404 not found. So, yeah, Emily. Oh, okay. I forget this is my job now. This is why we have to talk (laughs) about this. Um, Yeah, so apparently I hate this. I don't know how to talk about it. If you enjoyed the podcast, leave a rating and review on your podcast app of choice if they let you do that. Some of them don't. There you go. See, just take that audio. Put that there. <laughs> See, was that so hard? So yeah, thank you all so much again for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Until next time. Uh, bye. 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 <laughs> bye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.